0: Herman and Dave conversation crack and the music you
1: love today FM it all happens here today FM we, let the dogs out. Hooray, 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 hooray. we got a message from Jesse he sent us a little text and he says hey lads i got a puppy about 3 months ago he's a cockapoo he's a lovely little fellow and he's now about 5 months old the problem is he won't stop biting absolutely everything including nipping the hand off everyone in the house He caught me on the wrist the other night and drew blood he's absolutely gorgeous but how can we stop him biting I'm afraid he could catch some of the young children that come into our house although he seems calm around them (laughs) for now any advice thanks says Jesse so of course we had to go to the experts Susie Walsh is from dogbehaviour.ie and she's with us now hello Susie Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, It's great. Dermot here. Lovely to talk to you today. Um, This is a big thing because sometimes we can really love our dog, but uh, particularly if you're a new dog owner and you get a dog that nips or bites a little bit, the temptation is to just bring the dog straight back to the pound or, you know, or or maybe worse for some people and how they would treat a dog that that bit people. So what do you do? Is this something that can be fixed?
0: Absolutely, it's perfectly normal behaviour Every puppy under the age of six months will puppy bite and play bite Some are more extreme than others and people don't realise that when they get a specific breed of dog That they're more likely to nip and bite And in around five months of age you would expect kind of the worst biting and leading up to that Because the puppy is starting to lose their teeth Actually probably in a couple of weeks time this puppy probably won't be play biting at all Because it's kind of a normal behaviour that goes away by itself Now, there's a lot of things that you can do to make sure that that is the case. And there's a lot of things that you need to be aware of if the puppy is excessively biting. So if a puppy is excessively biting and grabbing onto people and like breaking skin and that kind of thing, you want to look at a few different things. You want to first make sure that puppy is well and basically that their tummy is okay and they're having solid, what we call solid poo, which is, I know, a gross thing to talk about. But if your puppy is unwell or if they're having like a little bit of diarrhea or anything like that, chances are they're having... Tummy upset or stomach cramps, and that would make the play biting much worse. Other things that play biting or biting or puppy mouthing will make worse is that if your puppy is not getting enough sleep, puppies need at least 16 to 18 hours of sleep a day. And if they're not getting that, they'll be overtired and they'll be grumpy and they'll bite you. And another big thing is if your puppy is hungry, many puppies, people tend to feed the puppy by the back of the packet. Exactly. I have people who weigh out their dog food, which is actually quite extreme and kind of micromanaging your dog. If your puppy is very hungry and you have a very hungry puppy, it's either likely that you're underfeeding your dog or actually, in fact, maybe they're on the wrong diet. But you want to make sure that actually you feed your puppy based on what your puppy needs. And nobody can predict that, not even the back of a packet. It's just a guideline because you might be exercising your puppy or your puppy might be more active than the back of the packet thinks that your puppy is. So there's a few different things that if your puppy goes, is a little bit extreme in puppy biting, you need to look at those few things. But if not, puppy, puppy biting is pretty normal behavior for all puppies.
1: I think a few years back, we were trained that if, if the puppy was kind of biting you on the finger or on the hand or whatever, and you let out a yelp, that I mean, maybe that's the way they would have learned with their fellow puppies, you know, if they were in a little pack together. But if, if you react with a sound when they do bite you to let them know that it hurts, is, is that something? Yeah, that kind of-
0: That can interrupt them, absolutely. Mm. For some dogs, they'll be very sensitive to sound. And what they'll do is they won't like that sound and they mightn't repeat the behavior. For other puppies, however, they go, oh, look what I made you do. That's a great sound. I'm (laughs) going to see if I can make you do that again. Okay. So for some puppies, it can work. And we have to remember that we are not dogs. So even though we interact with dogs all of the time, they know that we're not dogs. And dogs don't live in a pack. Um, in the wild, so to speak, and so there's no kind of hierarchy status or anything like that. So, we want to make sure that when we teach our dogs, we teach them, you know, uh, like from a human perspective rather than pretend to be a dog. But it does work for some puppies, and yelping definitely can interrupt the behavior, it's just it can't be your go to behavior for a lot of dogs ongoing because eventually they just become immune to the noise. Mm. So, what you want to teach your dog is you want to teach your dog a good leave it or a no word or a word that you actually have to formally teach your dog you can't just start saying words to your dog and expect them to understand you need to take the time teach them the word in a in a positive manner and then what you want to do is also teach them i'm a big fan of teaching what we call hand targeting so hand targeting or hand touching is teaching your dog that when you put a hand in front of their face that they should touch it and they'll get rewarded but if they nip it or bite it or open their mouth near it obviously they don't get a reward so it's kind of like teaching your dog handshake or how to treat their treat hands um, that come near to them and it's a very, very safe exercise for any dog to learn to do. So that's something that I always do with puppies or indeed when mm. I'm working with dogs who've bitten somebody.
1: Plus it looks like a high five which always entertains everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're getting lots of messages in. 087 4100 102. Uh, our three-year-old Susie, Cockapoo, has recently started peeing in the house. How can we get him to stop?
0: Okay, well if the three-year-old dog Very rarely does behavior dramatically change in adult dogs. So their first trip is to the vet to make sure that the puppy doesn't have, or sorry, the adult dog doesn't have a UTI or some kind of bladder or kidney infection or something like that going on and making sure that your vet has ruled out any kind of issues. If there is no issues and maybe your dog was frightened by Halloween or something else going on or started to mark uh, mark space if you've moved house or you have a new dog or you have something funny in the house or they've gotten a fright. Then you kind of need to go back to basics, back to bringing them out regularly, rewarding them for going outside and, and kind of keep their quarters a little bit small. You can also start to feed your dog in locations where they're starting to toilet as well and that kind of helps. But my first thing and my alarm bells there would be actually, in fact, maybe your dog has a little bit of an infection.
1: Mm. please ask Susie about pulling on the lead and training to recall massive labradoodle super strong on the lead got a halty but she hates it
0: yeah, a lot of dogs like hate the Halti because you have to actually, in order to use the Halti or any kind of head collar effectively, you have to train your dog to accept it first before you can use it. And very few people have the time or the patience to do that. What you're better off if you're looking for a piece of equipment that will help you is what we call a front attach harness. So a front attach harness, you can get loads of, them. that's a brilliant Irish product called an inline harness. But you can get it fitted for your dog in appropriate pet shop and it'll help you lead train your dog alongside training so when you have a really really big dog and you're trying to lead train your dog it's very very hard to do and exercise your dog at the same time so I'm a big fan of front attach harnesses which kind of work like a head collar but the dog will accept it straight away they're very welfare friendly way of training your dog and then you would do training alongside that to teach that teach the dog that actually staying beside you and not pulling ahead of you is actually beneficial for them by rewarding them from being beside you and also not letting them move to pull ahead but that's really really difficult training to do when you've got a really really big dog and they're excited to burn off some energy another thing you can do is obviously burn off some energy before you go for a walk maybe drive to a park let them off, have a little bit of a play or in your back garden before you start lead training them but if your dog is not accepting a halty or a head collar um, I would think about maybe getting another option
1: Mm. even an enthusiastic small dog and can sort of wrench yeah. the arm off. You know, sometimes if they catch you by surprise and they they leap for something and you actually have to kind of look down just to see if your forearm is still attached to the rest of your arm. <laughs> uh,
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, those jerky movements that yeah.
1: cause injury. Uh, Susie, thank you so much for your advice there. Susie Walsh, you'll find her at dogbehaviour.ie. Uh, talk to you soon, Susie.
0: Thank you for having me. Bye. Terminal and
1: Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.